1: torch and dip it into this podcast does anybody need any pizza do you need any more champagne just let me know we'll get some more pizza and champagne in here i'd
2: like some champagne jeff okay no you're <laughs> not a beach. i don't know what the laws are in fiji but
1: <laughs> welcome to no buffs we're back to recap the final episode of survivor 41 titled one thing left to do dot 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 win i'm jay skeets along with my fellow tribe members we got the bearded one trey kirby Ayo. Ayo! Ayo! We got No Dunk super producer, proud Canadian JD. Hello! There he is. And from Crooked Media, it is the legend, Jason Concepcion. What's up, Jason?
2: Uh, great to be here. Great to be here.
1: Oh my goodness. Excited to have the whole band back together here for our final episode of No Buffs, breaking down the final episode from Survivor 41. We usually go through scene by scene on this show, but... We're starting right at the end today. Congratulations to Erica for outwitting, outplaying, outlasting Deshaun and Xander and the other castaways to win Survivor 41. Yeah, she received (laughs) seven of the final eight votes. So pretty clear winner here. She broke the drought. Of a woman not winning Survivor, It had been going for like six seasons straight. So she did that. She became the first Canadian winner. JD, this was one of your picks early on. You said, ah, I cheered for Erica. She's yeah, Canadian. Homer. 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 <laughs> and 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 the first person of Filipino descent to win American Survivor. Yes, and JC's loving that. This is, Erica <laughs> is really a no bus, the perfect no bus <laughs> castaway. A little, Canadian, a little Filipino, you know, she's great. Um, So I guess the first question is, uh, uh, JC. Let's start with you. Uh, I'm going to ask it like this, even though some people get upset when you say it like this. Is Erica a deserving winner?
2: Yes, I think her um, her fellow competitors' votes spoke very, very powerfully for her gameplay. I wish the edit had spoken as powerfully. I think that if, uh, in retrospect. There were a lot of clues that she was playing a really strong game, right? Shan, we got to get her out. We got to get her out. She's sneaky. We got to get her out. Sydney, we got to get her out. I don't like the way she's playing. Luvu, not liking her as a threat to the point that they're like, let's throw to get her out, right? But those were all just these little moments in what was you know, kind of like a vast forest of content and and scenes for other uh, players. And so in that sense, I'm... I wish we had seen what she was doing. I don't know if that was... I don't don't know what's behind that decision, right? But I think from an editing perspective, there is clearly a lot of stuff that they could have shown us that they didn't show us. Because, uh, you know, again... Her her fellow competitors' votes spoke extremely powerfully for her gameplay, the way she's played for basic for the entire run, essentially.
1: Yeah, a lot of people saying Trey like this was shocking because we didn't see her for half the season. Um, now I push back at that just because like they were winning, the the Louvre tribe was winning nonstop, so they never were. She even said it like we never went to tribal council. Now, could they have given us more of her? Uh, could they have given us like her and Heather maybe and like the bond that they obviously created out there? Yeah, I guess they could. I think the sort of truth is though, you had these other big players out there. There were huge personalities and she really isn't. And so they're going to say, well, what's more entertaining television? I think <laughs> it's that was probably, probably not Heather and Erica like- talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah she
3: got totally overshadowed yeah. by the early big players and even more so, I would say, the advantages. All of the early. Season episodes were about people finding advantages and going to Shipwheel yeah. Island and how is this going to play out and how is that going to play out? You couple that with not going to Tribal Council and actually having to put your name to some votes. It's kind of hard to build any sort of resume, any sort of edit cred early in the season. Basically, I remember, I don't know, must have been a halfway through. We were like, why do they think Erica is such a threat? Yeah. What is she doing yeah. out there? We never see anything. Yeah. Clearly, she was plotting and scheming behind the scenes. The plots and schemes just never had to actually transpire. Then she gets the big moment of changing history with the shillelagh of time. And she said, I'm going to start playing like a lion. And she did. Her game really ramped up basically from the smash on, you know, big move after big move after big move, though maybe not the flashiest player taking credit for him, which is what she said was her strategy at the end. I didn't have to get full credit, just had to get the job done. And she totally did. So... Yeah, a super deserving winner. Uh, In my book, we just didn't get to see really the first half of her game because she didn't have to play much of a game for the first half.
1: Yeah, J.D., what do you think?
4: Yeah, I I agree with everything that you're saying. I'm do. i going to criticize the Survivor editors or producers for not seeing enough of her. She went on to win the game. They had no problem showing us Nasir. We saw the friction with Sydney. There was drama over there. We saw certain little glimpses of what was happening over in Luvu. I mean, there is an unseen scene apparently of of uh, Erica just completely breaking down by herself. I mean. She was. There was definitely cameras around her, and when the person who goes on to win the game has that much of a personal crisis, who then goes on to go to Exile Island, uh, where she basically has her turning points. I mean, that is also good TV, and uh, I think she was done dirty by her uh, her edit. But the points of uh, what was happening with Shannon Ricard you know and all the all the advantage and all those points are well taken but we're talking about the winner of the game i mean i'm not saying give her a winner's edit but let's meet her before the merge maybe you know mm-hmm. and and heather as well because heather was her closest ally and they basically worked together Uh, uh, Presumably to get to the end of the game. And we didn't Mm -hmm. get to see any of that. Uh, So there were decisions that had to be made. I get that. I've been, (laughs) you have to kill your darlings in the editing suite, but, uh, but goddamn, I mean, she's the winner of the game. Like, we, we should have seen more of Erica and and a, a bit more of Heather and how that worked together because it's it's almost like a, a Kaiser Sose situation where it's just like, <laughs> oh, she was masterminding this whole thing the whole time and we never got to see any of that. And I look at Xander's editing and go, was any of that real? Like, wh- <laughs> what we saw? Like, it's just... It boggles my mind, like that he didn't get any votes at all. I mean, I mean, I I said a couple of weeks ago, look, the people don't seem to like him, and I guess I was right because zero votes for uh, zero a votes. hugely dominant player, and then the person who wins the game we barely see. Anyways, uh, that's that's my main gripe for all of this. Just to add, just to
2: slightly pile on, I think again in retrospect, and this is something my uh, former colleague Riley McAtee uh, pointed out to me in in a in chat um in retrospect the fact that nobody was really trying to flush xander's idol in the late game kind of a flag that they didn't consider him a threat
5: Mm -hmm. which
2: did not translate to the edit it was like oh xander's moving out here um and i think you know another thing that is just slightly frustrating to me is because of the under-edit for whatever reason. The shillelagh of time really looms large. And honestly, that was very random, lucky. She had no choice but to smash it. Yep. It was a move that was essentially made for her. So I could see how, you know, if people that uh, just watch the show for entertainment maybe don't think as deeply about it as, as you know, crazed fans that such as us would look at this and go, how the fuck did she win? What the hell? Right. She got lucky with the shillelagh and now she yeah. wins? What? Yeah, um, and that's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, again, I just keep going. Like I've heard some people say, "Yeah, we should have seen more of her talking with Heather." And I say, <laughs> I, I say that why? That's we got not, the perfect amount of Heather. I that's think. <laughs> we don't. We really don't. And I actually like how they edit this. I mean, I love this win. I think every winner is ultimately deserving, and that's why I sort of wanted to catch myself when I asked that first question to uh, to Jason, but. I I, like if you're watching the show and you were listening to no buffs, at least for the last five weeks, we've been saying, Whoa, Erica, great episode. Whoa, Erica's Mm -hmm. in this. Whoa, Erica, could she win this? Whoa. You know, we we were saying that and I would imagine a lot of people watching were thinking the same. So yeah, slow start. That's fine. I mean, you don't want to come out of the gates like a Tony anyway. It usually doesn't work for people. Uh, in his case, he somehow did make it uh, work that one time, but you know, you lie low and then you pick your spots and, like any survivor winner, she also got lucky. Uh, yeah, you know, totally. They, they they tried to throw a challenge, as you said, to get her out, and Nasir did not know about that plan, and thus just beasted it. And then she's sticking around because they won the damn thing. <laughs> like, there's all these little things which make it great. Um, but I don't think the answer is like, oh, we needed more Erica or Heather or whatever. Like, I don't think we did, just because again, there were so many other bigger personalities and bigger things going on. And I think, I actually think, JD, if you go back and rewatch the season. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a little bit more like oh, oh that oh there's a little like a little clue there's a little line and I think there is because there was a lot of talk even early on when they weren't winning everything and they couldn't even go to tribal council of them being afraid of her because yeah they saw her as a threat or they thought she was a great player okay
4: sure but just shots of of her of Sydney saying i don't like her she's sneaky that's not enough it's, it's just yeah, not enough want to see why like, uh, yeah. i
2: mean how many confessionals did she get one
4: too not, like i'm not, not actually
2: lot. sure but it's Early. not a lot i mean it's no i mean again not, it's not like i understand like there were uh, there were buzzier characters and there were big storylines and and a lot of the conversations particularly around diversity and stuff like that you just had mm-hmm. to put in there right and mm-hmm. and she was not involved in those conversations or at least that we saw thomas um, says here and so I, I get it. Oh, at sorry. the same Go time ahead. like uh Give us, a, can we not get like one more confessional? Like, uh, you know, I think someone in the chat said that Brad got more confessional. I don't, we, I need to go back and check the stats, correct.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. Um, I did think she killed it at the final tribal council. Uh, Trey, I mean, I thought she just knocked it out of the park. You know, you have, you always have, you have probes always saying, claim your victory, claim your victory. And it's, and there's a lot of truth to that. Like tell these people why they should give you a million dollars. Like either because things they didn't know you did, or especially in Erica's case, like explain what your thinking was half the time. And she did great job, like smooth. Uh, like talking up her dynamic duo with Heather, like actually building Heather up. Yeah. I thought was a really brilliant play from her. She pointed out she was on the right side of the vote every single time. That's a good way to prove like Absolutely. I knew what was going on. I knew where all the votes were like. Um, so you are you agree, Trey, that she sort of like, I mean, if you were given that a grade, what is that? Was that an A plus or at least an A there? What she did at tribal council?
3: Yeah, I'm giving her an A at the very least. Just, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to go A+, just because I'm a withholding teacher and I want to see more from my students (laughs) down the line, you know? It's only the end of first semester here. We got second semester to worry about. But she clearly owned the tribal council. I think part of it is because it seemed a little bit, once you started hearing the questions, that this was going to be T and Erica up to explain exactly why you dominated this game, whereas it was a little bit more of an attack on Deshaun, whereas Xander, they're like, did you do anything? Yeah. Did he you of, literally have like, any like, idea? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Xander's die was cast when they asked him about his social awareness and he just hit us with a Yeah. Was like... <laughs> yeah. That was... straight pause. That was game over for Xander if it wasn't already. And it didn't really seem like Deshaun had much of a chance. So the questions they were asking Erica was kind of like, explain to us actually how you did this, because what you did is super impressive. And that's why, to me, she is such a deserving winner. She did play an under-the-radar game, but she also helped champion, like, the three biggest vote-outs in the game, right? Like, that's the cool thing, like, being a huge part of the Shan vote-out, getting rid of Ricard when it finally became time to do so, and getting everybody to switch into the 3-2-1 when they were going to go for Danny. So, I was super impressed with the way she really took over. She said, I'm going to start playing like a lion... And then she actually did. Yeah. Uh, just uh, still was able to keep it under the radar. Super impressive.
1: Yeah. Did you, when Ricard goes home, uh, Jason, did you at that point go, well, this is Erica's win? Like, like did the rest of the, like, was the episode, did it fall flat after Ricard went uh, home to you? No, I mean, no? It it is a little bit of a tonal shift
2: because, you know, to be honest with you, at that point, if I had to rank it, I'd probably say, and again, based on edit, because this is the information we have, I'd probably say something like, I don't know, Deshaun and Xander as the top level vote getters, followed by Erica in terms of their potential to win the game. Um, I certainly have always thought, especially the last five, six weeks, everybody minus Heather has a path but yeah. i definitely thought that uh, ericas was the longest path so it w- it did feel like you know it's like a little bit like game of thrones when they killed tywin lannister and this big character villain is gone and now there's this like vacuum of like of drama um, but it, but it was still i think you know learning about learning about e- we learned we did a lot of learning about erica in that final uh, part of the episode and that was really mm-hmm. interesting
1: did you think she killed it there, uh, JD, at the tri- final tribal council? Oh, 100%. 100%.
4: Uh, I would give her an A+, plus, Trey. An wow. A+. Plus, <laughs> but, you know, maybe I'm being a homer. But it's so hard. It's always like, I'm always like, don't talk, or Don't say this. You know what I mean? Like, there's so yeah. many cringe opportunities there. Uh, and with Erica, I felt none of that. It was just like, you just, you say, you you tell it the way it is And she does, and it's great. And it was also sort of illuminating because, as Jason says, it was just like, we learned a lot. But, you know, I'm just, again, bummed that I had to wait till the final tribal council to to see what was going on. It reminds me back in 2019, our last year at NBA TV, when our beloved Raptors go on to win the championship. (laughs) But going into that playoffs, I remember all the people around NBA TV here in Atlanta were like, Raptors, the rap, the, for real, like the Raptors. It's like you have you haven't watched any Raptors games this year, and that's how it felt. We didn't get to see any of Erica's games going into the playoffs, right? So uh, that's my analogy, my basketball analogy.
1: That's not bad. Oh, I don't, I don't mind like, Erica as a Kawhi Leonard like comparison here. Yeah, really.
4: <laughs> maybe the bounce, the bounce was the uh, the shillelagh of time. Maybe. Oh,
5: oh that's good. <laughs>
4: Where would you put?
2: Because I think an underrated, like, cherry on top of Erica's game was uh, was taking Heather to the dinner and really patching it up, right? Like just sealing that deal and patching it up with her. That was important. Um, Where would you? In the in this uh, continuing uh, Toronto Raptors metaphor, JD, yeah. where does that fall? What play was that?
4: Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh. Name some plays, guys. I I only remember the bounce. I only remember the bounce. Name
1: some plays. Well, <laughs> Jason, we were getting
4: fired that year. We were very yeah.
1: distracted.
4: <laughs> uh,
1: there's the big play against the, in, in the. Uh, we in had the, no Idol in the Bucks series where Kawhi throws down a huge left-handed jam in transition hmm. I think off a Lowry pass that's late as they're setting up to the finals yeah something like that uh, yeah no people are saying people are saying it's the birth of Fred Van Vliet Jr. Uh, okay, inspired Van Vliet uh, yeah that was interesting well let's talk about you know the other uh, the, uh, the, the finalists there okay Danny ends up voting for Deshaun he's the only other vote that goes to uh, somebody besides Erica Xander gets zero Let's break down the Xander fire-making decision uh, that was really, I mean, pretty instrumental maybe in this uh, the outcome of this game. What could he have done differently? Um, you know, Heather, to give her credit, at one point in this episode says, quote, Erica can beat you. Yeah. Heather says it.
2: And to be, to, to, to be fair to her and, and- – you know, honestly, we've all been ignoring everything Heather's been saying all season. And maybe that's on us,
1: honestly. Yeah. I mean, she called it and she told them. But this was amazing because he didn't think so. He, Xander, like, he just had the wrong read on this yeah. of what he thought the jury thought of Erica up until that point, And what she could maybe do or not do in a final tribal council to explain her game. And his reasoning for taking Erica to the end and putting Deshaun and Heather in the fire making challenge Trey was he didn't want Erica to have like a moment there, you know, win that fire, now she's in there, oh look at this, you know, this little underdog plucky underdog story and maybe that helps her. Um of course, he probably regrets it now, I think. Mm-hmm. It is his best move honestly to maybe try and win the game to put himself in fire and beat Erica? <laughs> Yeah,
3: honestly, yeah. that's the like that would have given his resume the boost that he was worried about Erica having. Which, like, I mean, I understood what he was saying, and I actually kind of agree with him. Like, it is a baller move to make fire to win yourself into the final three. That does look great on a resume. But he's also saying like she can already beat me, so I'm going to make her extra beat me. No, I just want her to regular beat me. So that was kind of convoluted logic, I think. Yeah. But I also think it's an impossible scenario when you're Xander. You go out there, you're like, I got to win this Final Four immunity. Yep. And then you win it. You're supposed to give it up right away to win again? That's That kind of sucks. Like, I mean, yeah. that is the smart move for him to do. Clearly, he should have done it because he probably would have smoked Erica in a fire-making challenge, as we saw. It takes her a while to get her fire going. He was freaking out once he actually saw her get down to business. He was like, <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> that what? scene was hilarious nice, when he's nice. talking to the camera. Like, around did, you, the- did you see that shit? She can't make fire at all. What the hell's
3: going on here? That was so funny. Yeah. So maybe if he doesn't completely botch the read on the jury where he's thinking that she doesn't have a game to win at that point maybe just putting her in fire making is enough, right? Like if it's Erica versus Deshaun, maybe he has a chance at Deshaun. He certainly has a chance if he beats Erica, but you don't want to give away final immunity unless you've been off the island for 25 days and they bring you back at the last second. Well, but this is,
1: yeah, that's the, I mean, well, well, Jason, what do you think of just the fire making at the final four in general? Like, this is what people are saying. It's like, it's come to the point where you almost have to go in it, it feels like. like it you, have to, you have to give up your immunity win and fight with honor and make fire. It's like, that's sort of weird, isn't it? Well, it did turn out that he had to,
2: but I will say, <laughs> right. and many are pointing this out in the chat, um, and that, you know, just, I agree with Trey. It's kind of a tough position for Xander because his logic was pretty sound in that, like, Erica's threat, I don't want to give her this big win. On the other hand the read was completely off. And to be fair to him, like, our read, like, my read was kind of off. Like, you know, if if Xander's read was anything like the edit I watched, then I, I kind of get it. At yeah. the same time, man, we were talking uh, before the show started about how this was kind of like a Woo situation, a million dollar mistake in a choice. The difference being, Woo went into it, eyes open, saying, this guy played <laughs> great, he would probably beat me. He's definitely a threat to beat me. But this is the honorable thing because you've got to honor the game and you gotta let this guy go through. Whereas Xander Xander just, Xander just walked into it like Joe Pesci and Goodfellas walking in the room to get made without any without any awareness of what the jury thought and he got got.
3: Yeah. This GD. is probably right from Min Power. If you're not a clear winner, you gotta make yeah. fire. If you're a Tony, an Erica, or a Ricard, you don't need to win fire. But it's gotta be you gotta be the blowout victor to not make fire and win at this point, which it's tough. You just throw that last challenge? Maybe. <sighs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, again, it's if difficult you can make fire, you probably should. If the, you know the, how to make fire, you should
1: never win the final four challenge. That's my new my new theory. <sighs> mm, I mean, the whole thing is Xander. Xander is putting himself in the names you just listed. He is convinced that, well, oh, I've done some pretty balling moves yeah. out here. Holy crap! I had an idol for twenty days. Uh, and I like was bluffing with it. Like he, yeah, I mean, he's getting in his head. He's like, I've done enough. I, I think I'm likable enough that I've got this. So. I won the final immunity, like, I don't care who's sitting really there at the end I mean, obviously a, a grave mistake in the end, but, yeah, that's what, yeah, definitely a, similarities but differences to the whole woo taking Tony uh, to the end. Um, but, JD, what do you think of, of fire making at the final four? Some people hate this. Some people yeah. say this is, this is weird. This is just a strange, like, do they, people think it was added to the game to better have to keep like a big name around to give them a chance because it's like you get to the end you're like well don't take ricard for example you know one vote prior and then this allows someone to save their life that's like a big uh domineering personality what do you think right and uh that's exactly why
4: i do like it i i'm always excited when the fire making challenge comes along i always think this is impossible. The rope is too high. And, you you know, when you <laughs> first see the, the yes, flames, the they're sort of high. licking it. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> how are they going to do this? And uh, and it's frantic, and it's so much pressure, and it's just great TV to me. So I, I don't mind it. And I do like this sort of strategy that comes in. You know, Xander we got to see the thought process he was way off but it was still he considered putting himself in after he saw that Erica couldn't make fire and that would have been kind of a baller move but uh, yep. I don't know I, I, I I've i I know people hate it but I've never minded it it's 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 better than what it used to be which was basically final person just goes mm, I choose <laughs> you you know like it's just like
1: yeah yeah. It's been it's been very entertaining television. Like Latin. Yeah. Oh my look, god. That that challenge last night. Let's talk about that, Jason. Like that was really <laughs> riveting television somehow just watching two people make a fire, but the I, back and forth affair there.
2: I mean previously to this it was, you know, uh Sarah v. Tony and I'll never forget that when That one turned around, and, you know, I'm thinking, oh, Sarah's got this. She had that look in her eyes. The flames, like, reflected in her eyes. And and that happened, like, two times in this challenge where it was like, oh, my God, they're going to win. Deshaun is out of it. He's completely (laughs) smothered his fire. Deshaun is back. What the (laughs) fuck, (laughs) It was an unbelievable fucking horse race, and nothing, there is nothing like everybody in the world immediately becoming an expert on making a fire while you're watching someone else. Oh, you know, yeah, smothered, yeah. it. For sure. smothered it. you are not enough kindling, and you're blown Stop. <laughs> right, you, ah, you're done. You're out. You're gone. And it's,
3: <laughs> it was, it he just, did have like an entire forest on top of his fire. The first time, the the first first time. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> it was but, unbelievable know, TV.
2: Unbelievable had, TV.
3: Did they dip? Did they dip Heather's Heather's rope? How did Whoa. that not burn through? Come on, man. I, <laughs> it,
1: was like, it was flickering on the rope yeah. for like a minute of TV time. It We did get a wild. shot where it looked like that maybe Heather, the position she's sitting or something, like the wind was like maybe a little stronger there or something. Like her flame seemed to be almost in front of the rope. Totally. Whereas yeah. Deshaun, once he finally got his going, it was like, boom, this is a straight shot. It's right up there. That heat is building. <laughs> uh, and that obviously helped him win. Um, but... Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Oh, Heather Heather was the- Shake yeah. Gilgis
3: Alexander Deshaun was Devonte Wow, not bad. What a pull!
1: Wow, way to go, Doug. Bringing the <laughs> NBA, we made a lot of NBA crossover in this These one. I like, like it. Basketball, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. That was uh, that was actually entertaining. I'm not sure still how I feel in a social game to have this fire making thing at the end. I, I get the reasoning and stuff like that, but yeah, three of the last four right have been yeah. like. Wildly entertaining yeah. uh, for what's really going on. It's like just great television and and uh my god, it wasn't uh it was good again last night. That was the best. So it's probably the best one. I don't even know how that's ever gonna be beat. The guy, like he the guy's like, can't like he's, gonna, how win. Can't
3: possibly. Yeah, he's he can't gonna win. Yeah, he's gonna win, and then you're like,
1: well, it died. dies out
3: another time and then yeah. the other one comes
1: back. Yeah, just keep going back and forth. Oh my god. Um, did Deshaun have any path to victory? Or what like because he sure seemed to think he didn't at all either if i was doing uh you know being the 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 body body doctor or language body doctor what the hell am i trying to say you know what i'm body saying body language a, doctor body language doctor <laughs> body doctor body doctor <laughs> he just i don't know he didn't seem like he was convinced he could win but maybe i'm missing something is it, jason was there anything he could do
2: yeah i think it, it again looking back it feels like obviously i think that he could have had a better speech I think, you know, and maybe just represented some of his decisions, particularly the way uh, Shan framed some of his outbursts as temper tantrums. I think, there were, you know, he could have spun those a little bit
5: mm-hmm.
2: more effectively. But in retrospect, no. You know, it, it, it was pretty clear. And, a, a, you know, J.D., uh, body language MD, can tell us. But, it, it you know, it was <laughs> obvious even to me, a layman without this kind of medical training that J.D. has, that <laughs> the jury just respected her. Like you could see it in the way they asked her questions and the way they asked Xander and Deshaun questions that it was, it was like, Whoa, uh, this is, they really, really respected Erica's gameplay. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. Same question. Trey, nothing really Deshaun could do. To, I mean, he wins fire and he's there, but he did not have the greatest performance of trouble. Council, but I'm not really sure what he could have done to, can, to get yeah. enough votes.
3: I don't think there was a play. I thought it was a stake in the heart of his chances when Ricard started listing off what happened when they got to the merge and how he had got close to everybody, but then basically said behind his back, behind all of their backs, like, I'm not really that close with this person. I'm yeah. going to vote him out so easily. And that kind of is something that I'd never really considered the brilliance of Erica's gameplay is that she said, yeah, I was close to a bunch of people. And then there were a bunch of people who I was out here on the island with who I wasn't all that close with. So when I voted him out, it's like, that's Survivor, dog. We're just yeah. good gameplay here yeah. rather than feeling that stab in the back that you would feel if you've actually bonded with somebody, which it seemed like Deshaun made a point to do, to have a little bit of a relationship with somebody. But when that's the case, and then you vote them out, suddenly you're voting out people you have relationships with. And as we saw, clearly they're still holding on to some resentment for getting voted out.
1: Yeah, oh, that man. was that was a great response. Uh, you know, I don't have to be friends. Pretend to be friends with all eight of you over there on the jury. I only need <laughs> I only need four votes, you know whatever to tie, but you yeah. know hypothetically five to win there. Uh, that was a really cool approach to it and you hadn't really heard. I can't remember anyone ever saying something like that actually at a yeah. at a final tribal council. Um, yeah. not so nicely, yeah,
4: yeah, and it speaks to sort of Xander's uh, not being able to play socially because sh- Erica, the winner was being criticized for not being social enough and then Xander's the one that gets no votes at all. So uh, yeah, it's crazy. So you don't have to make all the friends on Survivor,
1: as it turns out. No, no, yeah. it needs needs some enemies. Um, are you a fan of the open ended, free flowing? Uh, you know, let's talk it out here. Final tribal council where they, you know, w- w- what what used to do if you're new to the show. Jason gets a question. Mm-hmm. Trey gets a question. JD gets a question. Everybody has a little time to shine and come up with their own cue. I'm sure they have to run it by a producer and stuff like that. But now over the last couple of seasons, we've had this like, no, let's just let's just all talk it out. In fact, it got even looser, I would say, this season. We used to have like this, like, well, let's talk about outplaying. Yeah. Let's talk about outwitting. And so it's like, it never really made a whole lot of sense because they sort of all blend together oh, always. Yeah, right. And this one, Jason's just like, yeah, let's let's just talk. Um, are you a fan of it? Or are you not? Because. Someone like Ricard, someone like Shan, they can really steer the direction of the conversation and obviously play favorites.
2: I do like it, Um, if only because I feel like it gives, it allows maybe the 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 less, um, you know, the less comfortable with public speaking people on the game space to just kind of like find their points and find Mm -hmm. the things that they want to talk about. Whereas previously it felt like, you know, you're getting up there and and like in a court of law and you've got to have it all nailed down. So I do, I I, obviously there are pros and cons, but I do like this format. I do like this format. It allows for a more free-flowing
1: conversation. JD, are you a fan of it? Or again, is it like, I mean... You know, the, the heavy hitters over there, they're dictating like how they're asking right. the questions, where they're asking it. Basically, you know, telling other people on the jury, you're a dummy if you don't think this way. And like, I mean, yeah. they really can lead it. And we've seen this from other seasons before,
4: too. It's true. And it's a good point. But I do like the free-flowing, uh, the feeling of it anyways. Yeah, and I wonder... How directed it is in terms of, you know, editing and do they pause and say, hey, we haven't heard from uh, uh, from Liana yet, who I'd feel like we barely heard from uh, in this um so there that may happen uh but uh but yeah it's it's a hundred times better than what it was before, which uh yeah. it felt like kangaroo court at times and and Jason is exactly right where you know some people who would be uncomfortable like they would they would actually you know, go to break and it would be all this, this very formal, like, all right, we're going, jury, we are going to break. You will get you, give you a chance to get your thoughts together, you know, uh, gather your notes and, uh, one by one, you're going to stand up and cross examine the the witnesses, right. you know, and then some people would just sort of shit the bed when they got up there and some people would rant and rave and sometimes people were drunk and, uh, which was fine, but also very cringe at times. Very, yeah. very, very cringe. Yeah. Like, I've said I've used the word cringe to describe this before, and over forty seasons, there have been some really—I can't think of one off the top of my head—but just in general, just going, don't say that, don't don't talk, just you know what, just leave it alone, just leave it alone, you know. And as far as Deshaun goes, you know, if he had a path to winning, if nobody asked him any questions about any of the sensitive (laughs) stuff that he did, right? Because. That's his personality, right? Like he was never going to answer eloquently to something like, "Hey, uh, you're a little sensitive at times." Oh, oh, I'm a little sensitive. Well, fuck you. How about that? You know, like that's yeah. that's just Sean's way of being. Just because he's he's just uh, he's very loose. He's 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 just he's just very uh, emotional guy, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought he I thought he took it on the chin last night, though. Again, yeah. part of me thinks that he had. He knew he had no chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. He's like, eh, I was going to sit here, take these shots, and you know, I'll grow <laughs> as a person. That's fine. I got to, the... I made a little bit more money finishing third than yeah. I would have, you know, fourth, fifth, or sixth, and surviving the do or die. Twi- like, I mean, I, I really do believe that he he didn't have a lot of fight left in him at that point uh, last night, even after the nice breakfast they had there on day twenty six. But uh, <laughs> yeah, Trey, was... Trey, do you like the uh, the, the free flowing conversation here of Tribal Council, final Tribal Council? Definitely, I like it much better than the stand up
3: comedy YouTube take a turn i take a turn we'll find right. one really bitter jury member who asks a question like how could you possibly vote me out yeah, that, yeah. that's always the biggest <laughs> cringe moment of the year to yeah. Me. yeah all right uh, i'm gonna need you to go back 13 days and walk me exactly through how you settled on <laughs> voting me in particular out i hated that yeah. but like a lot of people in the live tribe are saying it would be nice if they could make an opening argument or a closing argument which we have seen in the past mm-hmm. right Because they kind of did need that question from Danny to say, explain to me your general strategy in the game, which maybe that's a producer plant where they're like, we have to have somebody say, give us your breakdown of strategy. But we need to hear that, right? We need to hear kind of the general thesis of a player's game, how they wanted to play and how that actually played out on the island. They should have a chance to just explain themselves in that right rather than having to respond to questions from the jury.
1: Well, we have a ton still to break down from this episode, from the finale. I want to get your thoughts uh, when, we take a, when we come back from the break, like on the Survivor reunion format that we had, which was, was different. That's when we'll bust out the pizza and champagne, of course. Uh, and we'll talk about any other episode or any other moments, I should say, from this finale and players you guys want to see come back and your thoughts on Survivor 42 and all that. And, oh, yeah, I'll take a victory lap talking about <laughs> the game within the game. The game within the game within the game. The game But we'll do all that after our first break. Don't go anywhere.
0: Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply? See terms at discover.com/slash credit card.
1: Wouldn't you love to travel without the actual, you know, traveling part? For example, I want to go to Lisbon, let's say. I just snap my fingers, I'm there. No driving to the airport, no flight delays, no fools at security who still don't know that yes, you need to take your laptop out of your bag and place it in the tray. Oh my god, how long have we been doing this? Travel without traveling. I want it both ways, but that's not possible. It is with Mac Weldon though. Guys tend to think looking sharp means starchy Oxfords and stiff chinos rather than effortless comfort. But this is possible to have it both ways. Mack Weldon makes timeless apparel with modern performance fabrics for guys who want to look and feel sharp without sacrificing comfort. From their light-as-air underwear to innovative anti-odor tees and versatile yet comfortable pants, Mack Weldon has a full range of clothes that never go out of style. I've got it all. I got the air-knit underwear. I got the Ace Collection sweatpants. I've got the silver peak polo. Everything fits perfectly. All I get is compliments. Mack Weldon has figured this stuff out. Because performance fabric usually means clothes that look or feel sort of techy or shiny. Mack Weldon clothes are designed to fit your style and the demands of a busy life. They look like regular clothes, which is good. I want regular clothes, but feel like the latest in modern comfort. They're the go-to choice for guys who want to look great without even trying. Get timeless looks with modern comfort from Mack Weldon. Go to MacWeldon.com and get 20% off your first order with the promo code NODUNKS. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com, promo code NODUNKS.
6: It's NBA playoffs time, and that means NBA snack time. I can't stop eating while I'm watching. So many options in my house that I gotta cut out a bit i got to switch it up, but I know I'm not giving up. Sunflower seeds? Sure. But maybe something that's not a food for that oral fixation, perhaps? Good thought. Here's a breath of fresh air. Fume. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier, and more enjoyable. Fume is an innovative, award-winning flavored air device. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural. And instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. It's a habit you're free to enjoy and makes replacing your bad habit easy. Its taste is surprising. All natural stuff. It's fun to fidget with, and it's a good weight. The wood feels good, and it feels cool to use. Start the good habit by going to tryfume.com dunks and getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners to the show 10% off when they use our code dunks to help make starting the good habit that much easier
1: alright back with no buffs here our final episode of the season breaking down the last
6: episode of Survivor
1: 41 congratulations once again to Erica the Canadian winning Survivor 41 you'd love to see it Um, be honest with me guys did you scream a little when it turned out my theory was correct and the game within the game <laughs> was in the game? Because oh, that man. was a part of that, uh, that little sort of uh, advantage chase, which ended up being pretty instrumental in this whole season. I mean, Erica getting like a... Quite the advantage. We can debate whether it was a little too much getting all those rungs and getting to the puzzle before Ricard and ultimately using that time to win. Yeah, what'd you do, Jason? Because I remember you laughed at me.
2: I laughed at the brilliance of the insight. <laughs> uh it was an exclamation of joy and appreciation for what i had what you had come up with uh i was i was delighted to learn that the game within the game was indeed in the game, in the game.
1: that's right yeah your treasure hangs where the trees love to dance and uh again shout out shout out to ryan berry who did all the computer hacking to break the break that code weeks ago? I mean, we knew that was going to be what it was. I will say, I mean, the the whole like this advantage wasn't hanging in trees. Right. No, the trees didn't have to be dancing. If I'm being completely honest, like sorry. it wasn't uh, a
4: clue, really. It was just a no. head start. You solve the puzzle, no. you get a head start, right? But there's yes, no, they couldn't even show us a. In the past, they've showed like mountain peaks or where the peaks yeah. come together, and we've seen that kind of thing before. But they couldn't even show us a shot of the dancing trees or whatever no. because they're all dancing. It's it, it's just a hidden <laughs> idol. You can't dancing. you can't look for it till you solve this puzzle that. <laughs> J.E. Skeets has been working on for the last 11 weeks. (laughs) Honestly, unbelievable, man. I yelled the game within
3: the game is in the game. Then I yelled the answer, so I sounded smart to Laura. (laughs) And then I started thinking, you know, Skeets, you've really been struggling in the pick'em payoff. I have. You've turned to the coin to help you predict these. Yep. Who cares, man? This is the greatest prediction of all time. I think it's totally worth it. You could miss every basketball pick for the rest of the season and still come out on top with this one. That's exactly how I feel, Trey. <laughs> I could
1: never lose again when it comes to predictions. Uh, yeah. I was one hundred percent right always. Oh my god, I was so happy. Uh, uh, but what do you think of the advantage, Jason? Like. Uh, you, you know, we've seen this before. Advantages in this sort of final five thing—if you, you, if you get it—and they all had a fair shot to get it. Um, they all had a fair you know. shot to get it. Um, she I, she stumbles upon it, but was it too much? Like getting the those four, I guess, rungs on both ladders. I, I think it obviously played a role, and it was huge. Uh,
2: when you saw how it all played out, I think it was pretty big. That said puzzle wise she crushed it and I think there's yeah. a world where you know she was uh, she was in it uh potentially to win it even without the advantage um but mm-hmm. I think it was a big one it was a big one and and it I'm not gonna say it tipped the outcome but it certainly affected it now it but again she was she crushed it in the final puzzle i I have a, I take issue with Xanders I'm gonna do the puzzle standing up and then lay it down yeah. oh yeah I was move. yelling
1: at my screen Interesting. And what, you, and what, is... The, what
2: is that <laughs> like I'm going vertical Jim <laughs> I'm gonna do it vertical guys and then I'm gonna lay it down. like why would I, I I would I was hoping we would get an explanation on that but I understand that there wasn't time but yeah I, it was a pretty powerful advantage uh that I think affected the outcome but, but yeah. You know I think you could argue didn't swing it
1: yeah I, I think that's right would it be legal for me to take one of my puzzle pieces and chuck it at Xander's like uh, thing that he's, built yeah, building. he's
5: bang- <laughs> knock it over well,
1: I'm sorry <laughs> slipped out of my hands honestly, my puzzle let me, let me go get it um, yeah JD what you think of what do you think of that challenge her winning obviously pulling mm-hmm. it off getting the advantage and then if you want to also talk about the final four immunity challenge which is like was a a little bit of a twist on one we've seen before you got to keep the right. keep the rope sort of tight as you make your way back but this time they added this like sort of wobbling I don't mm-hmm. know you almost like a rocker type thing. Uh, shout out yeah. to John Rocker. <laughs> wasn't it, it was John Rocker? It wasn't actually not shout rocker. out to John Rocker. <laughs> rocker. Fuck that, right? yeah, fuck that uh, guy.
4: Anti shout out. Well, first of all, I do think I, d- I didn't think it was too much of an advantage. It was an advantage that she won fair and square. And I've maybe because I have such a fear of puzzles. I think p- puzzles are the great equalizers it's very easy to get stuck in and for somebody to uh to run up on on uh, on her and catch up and and beat her and i think if anything it seemed to put more pressure on her because she's she's like if I don't win this and I've got yeah. this advantage, then uh, I, I basically deserve to lose the game. And uh, so that added pressure that she was putting on herself. Uh, and, and fair enough. I mean, it's, it's a lot of pressure. And uh, I would crumple under that sort of pressure myself, <laughs> especially with a puzzle. I would just be like, mm. I'm not, I can't do it. I just, Jeff, I'm out. I'm out. You know, i so. I've,
1: I've I've never been on Survivor. I've never done these puzzles under those conditions. You're right, JD. But I will say, I think a small tip to anyone going out there and doing it, don't do the thing where you put all the pieces yeah. mm. onto your board. Because mm. uh, then you have no room to operate. You're looking at too many things. Like, I think there's a little bit more of a strategy to like putting it beside you, keeping it on that other table, maybe along the side. Right, Trey? Like, Don't dump them all out there, because then it's just overload, I think. And you have nowhere to put them is the problem. Exactly right. You need space to
3: build, and you got to be able to spread them out and see what you're looking at. So space them out a little. And another tip that I would give to Xander is you don't need to build your puzzle twice, so don't go (laughs) up and then down as well. (laughs) That being said, this is one of the easiest puzzles out there. This is just a puzzle. It's not like a space thing, right, where you're trying to figure out how to fit three balls together. You're making a puzzle. That's one of the easier ones. They need to bring back the very first final uh, immunity challenge, where all you do is put your hand on something and hold it for as long as you possibly right. can. That's awesome. Why don't they bring that one back? That's better to me long. than the. Yeah. <laughs> so, where are they going? Jeff is still there. <laughs> where are they going? <laughs> they literally aren't leaving. They're like bringing another crew. We're you fire you like, it
1: up again. you like though in a final five, final four, whatever, like down the stretch. You like a um. A challenge that it is like who wants it the most right it's That's like yeah, dig deep yeah I it's like, like, I like I when
2: like when that. the radio station is giving away a free car that kind of yeah. challenge
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> on a hard body yeah. yeah or like yeah they, I, uh yeah you like is it like there's like some youtube channel that always pops up that wants me to watch uh called like mr beast or something where they do things <laughs> like this i just saw one jason uh, jason where they they had 50 random people out they had to put their hand on a lamborghini and the last person there wins a Lamborghini and like they're trying to distract them and get them off the car like it's basically Survivor they're like anybody want pizza put your hand up (laughs) oh oh, damn (laughs) your hands off (laughs) anyway uh I'm with you I I love those ones where they have to like go just dig deep who wants it more yeah Um, I don't get me wrong I love them too
4: I just like I think that the reason they went away is just because they're a fucking pain in the ass to shoot yeah and yeah you know, it's a, just a stupid, stupidly long day. But another aspect of those, uh, I, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, it's 20 years since I've watched this, but uh, didn't Richard and Rudy strike a deal during that? It wasn't Richard. Uh, there no. was a deal. There's there's negotiations that happened was what I mean. Like uh, that, that was Tom and Ian when they were on the thing. Yeah, Eventually right. And basically was like, Will
3: you forgive me in life if I let you go to the final tribal council and win a million dollars? Yeah, yeah, sure. Give me a million bucks and I'll forgive you for voting against me at one point. Yeah, Rudy got eliminated on a transition, right? Like you had to keep, like you had to stand on this little thing.
4: You Uh, had to keep your hand on the
3: idol. But you had to keep it on there even when you went to the next pedestal. And he took his hand off when they were switching pedestals. Jeff was like, ah,
4: ah, 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 ah.
1: I don't think so. <laughs> you're not. You're not winning the Lamborghini. You
4: know? And the entire crew was like,
1: "Finally, God damn it!" Yeah, yeah. I I, I think that just has to be why they've gone away yeah. from these because it, it... they're there to work. Who
3: cares? Who cares? That's the I point. mean, but like that is the point. This was this season maybe the worst challenge season of all time. They were terrible at challenges. The ones Ooh. that were supposed to last hours lasted minutes. Yeah. Maybe it's because they were hungry. But it this was. was not a challenge beast season
1: at all. No, no.
2: It is the final, though, like you have to take into account the real possibility, you know, a la Christian on the the crucifixion one, that someone is like, this is it. I've been preparing my whole life for this. I'm not coming off of this unless I die. Like, and then you're there for like 20 hours. Like it could happen.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then it... I'm with Trey like ultimately why would I care as just a viewer yes. wow. yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they they do have obviously a production schedule that they are trying to <laughs> stick to and they're like well that's just out the window because now we're here for 24 hours so I mean I'm sure there's complications with that uh, you know because something's delayed and then the next thing's delayed and now flights are being changed it would just be a logistical nightmare so I think they're trying to avoid it at all costs But and expensive I love it. I love and it. expensive
4: right oh, like...
1: I think they got the money
4: well, yes, but you know.
1: Oh, bringing that up, I saw going around on Twitter here. Uh, I believe it was started by Tyson Apostle, of course, uh, a millionaire in himself, a sole survivor oh, yeah. in himself, um, wondering about uh, the 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 tax, the taxes that Erica may or may not have to pay being a Canadian on these mm. winnings and she even had oh. a funny line like this is uh you know more money uh in canadian dollars uh, what is it like 1.2 it's million 1 point,
4: something like that? 1.28 million okay. Canadian
1: dollars. okay pretty good and then so there is some confusion on her having to pay taxes uh which i actually think you do but then you can cons- you can sort of get them back with some paperwork <laughs> so anyway the point is she might be the most winningest one-time survivor winner of all time in terms of just pure dollars.
4: I don't know about that. I think she's paying Canadian taxes. Justin's
1: gonna get his money. Mmm. Justin Trudeau. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said like you know him. I mean, my friend Justin. Yeah. 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 He's gonna get. It. Okay. Anyway, um, who knows if she actually how much uh, she has to pay on that? But uh, it is nice to see a Canadian win. What do you guys think of this? Uh, new reunion format. Jason, were you a fan of like it it ends here we go. We're going to get some pizza and champagne. My god, did Jeff really want that pizza and champagne? Wanted he wanted to, to talk about it. He could not wait to talk about it. I
2: I prefer the studio audience. It's such a blast and and it's such a it's such a uh, a lift getting to watch someone win in front of their family, in front of their friends and having all those family and friends there you know, finding out who Sia's favorite was. All of that is, yeah. is mm-hmm. so much fun. And this is obviously like COVID driven uh, decision. Um, and so in that sense, it was fine. I, yeah. I loved their surprise when, when Jeff revealed like, hey, we're going to do this right now. That, that was yeah. really, really cool. But I, I'm hopeful that they will go back to the uh, the live studio audience because that is so fun.
1: Yeah, I, I'm assuming we won't see it for season 42 of Survivor because right. you think they're yeah. going to do the exact same thing here, just being uh, still in the middle of a pandemic. Um, yeah, I was torn on it too, Trey. Like, On one hand, the, the, the reunion show that is live, it's at times fun because it's live and feels like a shit show, and other times you're like, oh, this is... Boring. Like, yeah. could somebody shut this person up? Like, uh, yeah. Or like, this is like, why is Prope's talking to an eight-year-old in the crowd? Like, there's a bunch of that. <laughs> so it's like, this was edited, so it was sort of nice. It was like, oh, it's packaged a little better, and maybe this is more important. But it did have, it's like, also felt flat, because they're s- they just stopped playing the game. They haven't even seen the show. They don't even know what their edit is. And so we lose that part of it. So I don't know which one, I, don't know, I didn't know how I felt about it. I was like, eh, okay, I guess... They had to do it.
3: There are parts of it that I like and parts that I don't. I definitely miss um, seeing the castaways return to television after they've been gone for months. And you're like, whoa! (laughs) Exactly. exactly. Like, ooh, they shaved. Oh, they decided a beard is the move for them from here on out. I miss that. I miss seeing them... Reunited with their families to celebrate the winners like that's a that's a part that was missing for Erica last night. For yeah, sure. like I kind of thought that's what was going to happen at the end. Yeah, me when, too. Uh, when all of the, the workers came out. I don't know why. I just thought Jeff was gonna be like, and guess what? We got your family here for some Whoa, hugs. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Obviously, it doesn't make sense like no. protocols wise, but yeah. that's what I was thinking was gonna happen at first. I also do miss seeing the people from pre-merge. Like, I would have loved to get a JD story. I would have loved to get a Beat Walton story. Sydney would have probably gotten a funny line in. But on the other hand, when there's, like, 20 people up there, and you're trying to get it into a show that's, like, the last 45 minutes of an episode, so it's really, like, you know, 37 minutes. You basically don't have time to talk to everybody, but Jeff still tries to talk to everybody, so I don't know. I like the immediacy of it, and uh i like that part of it and i like getting to talk to the people who really mattered for the game once it came down to it but there are some other stuff that you definitely get when they do it live and i gotta say that like you can tell that the players don't really realize that they're into the post show because i feel right. like that's why jeff had to keep offering all of these treats he's yeah. like you're allowed to eat now yeah, yeah anybody yeah. want to eat somebody please get some pizza out here so I can have some pizza. My man was obsessed.
1: Yeah, he, oh my God. He was telling us who made the pizza. Shout out to Stu. He's asking if he can get a slice. He really wanted to know if you wanted another slice. T- I mean, holy crap. I'll tell you what I missed from uh,
2: from the uh, live in the, in the studio uh, after show is one of my favorite uh, finale traditions is Jeff going with the scroll paper to a child in the audience and saying, "Hey, who'd you think won? Here's a here's a young fan. Here's a young Survivor fan. Who'd you think won? Here here you go. Here's an actual uh, here's an actual <laughs> voting parchment. Why don't you vote? Here's a pen and then no clipboard. He is always like right on my back."
5: Put yeah, that yeah, on, yeah. Like,
2: can we give jeff <laughs> right a fucking clipboard back. what this is a multi-million dollar show <laughs> right every single finale back. jeff is going out there and, ha- and is having like an 11 year old kid scratch out a name on his back <laughs> i love that i, I love, love it that. hey hey are you and if any of the young fans out there you want you want to play survivor just like xander did hey get it us get at us dude.
1: <laughs> yeah uh, well jd what'd you think of this uh I mean, again, they're sort of forced to do it this way. Right. Did you like it? Were you entertained still? Did it just feel like final tribal council extended and Erica had won and they were just talking about their experiences. I mean, we had Nasir talking about his experience, mm-hmm. Evie, Ricard, Danny, of course, really opening up to everyone, sharing the story about um, what he learned out there mm. about himself and letting go of the uh, pain he had with his father passing in the car accident. Like, what do you think?
4: Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, I agree with everything that you guys just said. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was something that I think I might want them to keep, actually, because there is I don't know, a rawness it's still fresh you know, I don't Mm -hmm. think that uh, I don't know, but when when Danny was talking about his dad and his demons and stuff, I feel like that was way more raw than it would have been Ten months later, and we may not have even have gotten that, and yeah. uh, you know. Um, but I, Trey mentioned the pre-merge people. I mean, I I like seeing uh, the. I would have liked to see Abraham, you know, and I and I do like seeing seeing the cast, uh, you know, shined up a little bit. I, I was looking forward to seeing Sydney and heels. I'm not gonna lie, and they're you know and. Uh, but at the, at the same time, I, I kind of liked the casualness of it. Like, bring in the champagne. I, I, I heard uh, Rob uh, uh, complain about uh, seeing them eat. I mean, Rob, <laughs> what all we do on this show is watch them eat. Like they, They're nonstop eating on this show about starvation. Like, they're always stuffing gross shit in there but like, coconut from a clamshell or a, yeah. a, a rice in a clamshell or stuffing them their faces and stuff. And it's just like... It was kind of nice to see them just have a little pizza party and enjoy themselves,
1: you know. And uh...
3: Oh, do you want some pizza, J.D.? We can bring some pizza in here for you.
1: Come on in. Come on, Stu. Uh, it was and- weird that he kept saying, can we get more pizza in here? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't need. Why don't you just bring a... <laughs> Shitload of pizza. Just put it down in front of them and let them get it. There's yeah, you have to ask.
4: Yeah, and and uh, yeah. and you know, and Jason doing his his impersonation of Jeff at the live show, it kind of made me realize I kind of hate the Jeff live show energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a totally bit much. Like. I'm not saying he's bad at it. It's just it's just like he goes, he's back into rock and roll Jeopardy mode or whatever, yeah, you know, yeah. the, or, which I enjoyed, but uh, it's just it doesn't feel the same. And maybe that's what I kind of like about it as well. So anyways, all this to say, I liked the rawness. I liked the immediateness of it. I liked seeing Ricard shell-shocked that he didn't win mm. and Deshaun mm. sort of sulking about, you know, uh, maybe I'm not as, you know, he was Pumping himself up as this massive social player, and he just basically shat the bed for uh, 29 days, and then him just just dealing with it, and then Xander as well going, "Ha, huh, I guess I have to work on myself a little bit," <laughs> and, and that that stuff is way different. We we probably would have got the same thing, you know, ten months later, but it would have been different. have been just like, yeah. "Yeah, I learned some stuff about myself," and uh, yeah, you know. And the other thing is that they haven't had a chance to see the edit back, and I thought it was interesting when Evie was like, "Hey, I apologize for all the shitty things I'm gonna say about your ages, you know or whatever, like if you see me in a confessional bad you, I apologize now for yeah. it, which is you know, and it's a d- totally different vibe when everybody's seen seen it right and uh mm-hmm. so anyway, I thought it was good I hope it I know i obviously it's staying for next season and I don't know maybe there's a, they split the difference somehow uh I wouldn't mind still seeing a reunion show maybe after both of these yeah, seasons would and great. they all come back or you know uh mm-hmm. you know just sort of like a a bachelor style hey uh behind the scenes or whatever like uh what what really happened during this that kind of thing you know
1: Yeah yeah I think there were one pros thing and cons one to this. thing
4: I also another another Jeffism from
2: the finales that I miss is Jeff Flipping out because a male contestant got cleaned up and looks good. I'll oh, never, no, I no. I will never forget him saying, "Joe, looking studly."
1: <laughs> he would have, he would have been doing that with Xander for oh, sure. Forget Xander oh, looking like normal. a stud out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How 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 many people are coming up to you in the grocery store <laughs> yeah, and just I'm wanting a, your autograph? has your life changed? Your Was dating right you right you, life. As has your
2: dating life picked up, Xander.
1: Xander looking yeah. great today. Yeah oh we would have definitely had jeff probes asking liana or xander or both of them about their oh yeah the the love the little romance or was there any spark there he would have asked that for sure and you know we were we were spared that here in this sort of type of reunion (laughs) um any other moments from the actual finale like the whole three hours uh that we watched last night worth discussing that stuck out to you trey like a a scene or a moment or something that again we haven't brought up yet
3: I had a kid wake up for the first half of this episode, probably right at eight o'clock. Isla walked downstairs and she's like, is that Survivor that's on? I didn't even look at it yet, but I know Survivor's on on Wednesdays. Is that Survivor? I was like, Ooh, you got us. Sit on the couch and watch, which was great because it, uh, there was a talking head moment for Xander. Where he was talking about being a rock star and he did something where he's like, one, two, yeah. one, two, three, four. <laughs> Brought the house down around here. Oh, I think right. he was a little bit of an underrated character uh, for the entirety of the season. A lot of funny lines. He had the great moment with Liana, the fake idol. I like how that played into the things eventually down at the jury when, uh, when Liana's like, hey, Xander, one last question. Do you have an idol? Ah, uh, 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 so yeah, that was a uh, I thought he was a pretty solid character even though he was obviously goat mode once it came down to it. So that was my only other take from a Survivor 41 finale.
1: Yeah, he uh we got the the Xander backstory, Jason, in the finale episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe had people thinking, "Damn, is he going to win this game? Like he saved his that. till the very end." Yeah. yeah,
2: it had me thinking that uh, the cross country Xander. We found out yeah. that, that 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 actually uh, is a thing that happened. Him uh, struggling with body image as a younger person. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was quite affecting. Um, I, it was nice. It was nice to learn about him. Generally speaking, I love those. I love. I, it was a little bit yeah. of listen. I'm a I'm a great British Bake Off fan. That oh, yeah. is a great British bake-off move, um, is, is to give you almost no biographical information over the course of the season, and then at the very end, tell right. you about the people who were there uh, sitting in the final. Um, right. So I, I enjoyed that.
1: Uh, one scene that I wanted to bring up here, because I'll admit, I thought he was going to do it, and that was when Xander was contemplating giving Ricard yeah, same. his um, immunity his idol that he had found, of course, and could only play at that final five. And I was like, I don't know, JD. I thought he—if anyone was going to do it—I thought he might do it. He—he—he he, he obviously didn't have a great read on what people were thinking of him and others in the game, and he thought that would be a huge move. And like, you know, maybe keeping Ricard around somehow looks cool to him in the All eyes right. of jury. Like they would have just destroyed him if he had done that. Oh, 100%. and Ricard would have won easily. So thank God he didn't. But. They got me. I mean, they had that moment. I also was like, when Ricard started talking about the, the birth of a second child, I was yeah. like, oh, was he lying? I thought we I thought we got a quick, like, wow, this is back. Remember we used to call him Evil Ricard early in the <laughs> season and then he turned into like one of the most dominant players of all time? I was like, oh my God. He's like, this guy's just come up with this story. He's going to sort of tug at the emotional heartstrings of Xander. But it was real. So, I mean, I was Googling right away. I want to make it clear. Like, does he have a second child? Because I was like, oh, wow, really? This is... Yeah, I just thought, like, wow. this is... I th- And I love that shit. I love the diabolical lie to, like, get ahead. In the oh, totally. And but yeah, I, feel but like, uh,
4: I feel like we funny. knew about the second child. Did we? I, yeah, uh, early on, I yeah. think. I just can't remember if it was on the show or if it was just pre-show interviews or whatever. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I definitely knew he had two kids going in so I can't remember if it was revealed but uh, it was kind of a touching moment between him and Xander sure. when uh, he was like my kid's coming you know um, and it, you know it's very emotional out there and I've been uh, I, I'm i always like I'm such an asshole because I'm always like you know like you're not actually not needed you know uh, it, as a father you're not really it's for you right it's your it's your thing it's it's nice to yeah. be there for sure and i'm sp- speaking as a person who was at the birth of both of my children but it is was like the they didn't care i was there it wouldn't make made a difference to them, right it matters that their mother is there uh and it was definitely nice but uh you know there's plenty of of moments i would what all this to say? If I would miss the birth of my a third, a potential third child <laughs> to go on Survivor,
5: oh wow! I, okay. oh, I yeah. would miss yeah. the birth
4: of my third child to go see Spider Man on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, am I a bad guy? Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm a bad. You're guy. You're the perfect player to so play. Hey, you got this. Like, you,
2: you, got the, you got the. You the other. Thing. You got it. You got I'm it. Oh, you, like, you know what? Either.
4: I'll meet him.
1: I'll meet yeah, him yeah, later. We
2: plenty of time.
1: <laughs> you know what that kid's going to like more? The million dollars that I'm going to go with. <laughs> that's, so right. that's exactly right. me being hey, there. Hey, kid, you never have to work. <laughs> yeah. Sorry uh, I was
3: busy the day we were born. He said he made it back, though. He made it back like two weeks in time. Uh, there oh, there we go. Perfect. Yeah, okay. so no harm done. I flew across country to watch game seven of the 2016 finals when Laura was due with Ada. Hit right back in time. Take a risk.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like a kid, roll, it, roll the bones on roll, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. I, I think this is like, I really did enjoy the final episode, but a part of me, as soon as Ricard, okay, as soon as Xander wasn't going to make that boneheaded move and give him the necklace and he was voted out, it was so obvious that Erica was winning at that point to me that I was like, well, okay, we know this, and let's just watch this final hour. I just never really thought Xander or Deshaun at that point. It felt like it was either going to be Ricard if he's still there and they're foolish enough to keep him around or he somehow wins his way through or Erica. So that's why, like, that that second hour, it lost a little bit of steam and then, like, you guys were saying with the, the format of, like, the celebration of her winning, that felt super flat. It was like, congrats, Erica, you won. Seven votes. Yeah. And it was like, you know like, I- like just i mean what were they gonna do they, yeah. fire fire some confetti cannons or something <laughs> it's just so like yeah all right uh, the moment oh, i really liked was
2: from a ricard's boot uh when he gave that you know that speech about just how surprised uh he is by his own gameplay uh how Uh, proud he is to learn that he's actually good at the game and he was good at it. And Jeff had that, a a really cool exchange where Jeff was like, you know, maybe, maybe this isn't about the million for you. Maybe this is about this moment right here where you've learned something about yourself. And then he goes on to admit, uh, which everybody knows, but it was cool to hear Jeff say it. Uh, Jeff then said, uh, you know, some of the greatest players ever in Survivor have never won, Um, which I thought was just a cool thing to acknowledge because There there have been so many, really, really, really great players. Seri obviously comes to top of mind, who mm-hmm. are just some of the greatest players in history, and because of luck and because
1: of just the way things shook out, just never get a chance to win. Oh, for sure. Well, that actually gets us to this next question here. Uh, which of these players that were on Season 41 here would you like to see back? And and I think there are a lot of them, so I'm only going to ask you to give five, so you got to make some cuts here. Uh, JD, why don't you go first? Hmm. Five people from Survivor 41 that you either like to see back or you think are basically a guaranteed to come back? Because I think Ricard is one of them.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. So it's Ricard for sure. Okay. I'd like to see Erica come back, even though she won, because I felt like I didn't really see her play <laughs> in a way. You know, uh, We did see her in later the later stages of the game, but uh, I'd like to see more of Erica. I would like okay. to see JD come back because he...
1: Oh, pre-merge, okay.
4: Yeah, just because um, he came in so hot and so enthusiastic, mm. and I feel like we, we would see some redemption there, you know, like Spencer uh, vibes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Sydney, I think I'd like to see again, yeah, um, just because great uh, very, very great television, awesome villain, which villains we were sort of lacking this season, I think. Um, uh, But uh, I was very sad to see her go, and I would like to see her again. And I'd like to see Danny play again. Um, I just thought uh, I would like to see him just sort of, again, come in. I thought he played a quiet game. One of the most likable players I've ever seen on Survivor. And I just would maybe just change up his game a bit, you know, like be a little more aggressive or... uh, because I think he could be a a real beast, and I, I got I he really kind of moved me that both times he told his story about his his dad and just uh I guess I I knew he was sort of serious about it, but I didn't realize that he came to that sort of catharsis on the island right that yeah. right then and there like that was actually happening in real time. I guess that didn't didn't read at first. I thought it was just something that he had. And the way he talked about it was just like after years and years of therapy, almost. You know, it's like I've come to terms with this, but it actually seemed to happen right there. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to see more of Danny. I just love that
1: guy. Okay, You're missing some big names there for being. Well, honest. you uh, you made me uh, only pick five. Well, I know, but like no Shan, no Nasir. Like I mean, these people are going to be. Over yeah, Nasir, Danny. Nasir, I'm Nasir sorry. was. A- they are. Yeah, Yeah.
4: you're right. I got to leave the others for the other guys.
1: Okay, okay. Well, Trey, Trey, let's hear your five. Right, It's your five. You're right. TK, where you go? You can tell it's
5: a
3: great cast because I could go with a completely different five. Shan, to me, is a lock to come back. Shan probably actually is the villain this season, even though she got the triumphant boot, just like Ricard did. I thought it was hilarious in the finale how many times Ricard mentioned that he was a great player. <laughs> like, multiple times. I'll get you back on the season. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, I came out here and I was really struggling. But as it turns out, <laughs> I am so good at Survivor. Yeah. Did yeah. anybody notice this? Yeah, we did. Uh, Nasir, I think, is a, a fan favorite who could come back. Yeah, Evie, I would love to see back. And my dark horse for somebody who needs to come back ASAP, Tiffany. Tiffany yeah. mm. is hilarious. Oh. Yeah. I had a great moment with uh, Xander walking through the forest where she already knows where the advantage is, but he's pretending to look around and she's all like just making faces to the camera. Basically, every uh, pre or post finale um, interview was like, Tiffany is the funniest person yeah. that I have ever talked to. Right. She just got yeah. got pretty early
1: on in the post merge game here. Okay, and Jason. I mean, yeah, there's there a lot of I, people I, that we can have back from this. Who are your five?
2: Yeah, I I'm gonna um, echo Trey here. Tiffany, her Ponderosa, if you haven't seen it, is so so funny. Uh, she's just like a real real character, and it and you know just devouring all her uh, post boot content has made me wish that there was more of her on the screen. Mm-hmm. I'd love to see her back. Nasir, obviously, was just like a a wonderful human being, incredible mm-hmm. competitor, you know, like uh, just a real, real threat from every angle and was just like fun every time he came on the screen. Shan, I think is a lock. Shan weirdly is gonna be one of those, like if they bring her back, you vote her out day one, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. For, first tragic. tribal, if you have the chance, you get her out of here. Yeah. Um, so that is going to be interesting to see if they do bring her back. Gosh, there's, there are so many. I would love to see Evie again. I, I'd love to see yeah. Evie, what Evie could do. How many is that now? I'm at three or four. Um, <laughs> Danny four. also, again, like one of the best human beings I think we've ever seen. Like, you know, I, I keep thinking about him, the way he... Supported Heather when she uh, gassed out on the challenge. That was like one of the most generous and human moments, uh, heartwarming uh, moments that we've seen on Survivor. That was really cool. Uh, You know, and like Beef Walton, man, that guy had a frenetic energy (laughs) that was just (laughs) fucking crazy, man. (laughs) He was just a maniac. Like, you know, uh, six foot seven Tony out there, just running around. I, I I think he could be a lot of fun. All of which is to say, this is like again a really fun cast, really cool cast, great Total. characters. I, there's so many candidates to come back.
1: Well, let's look ahead here to Survivor 42. We got our first look at it. You know, they play us that little what is it, 90 second, two minute clip. You just, you're just seeing a bunch of new faces. Uh, not much else revealed, I guess, for being honest, uh, JD. Um, any any reaction to it? I mean, I I just always get so excited. I remember used when I was like, especially uh, back in the day, like when you would see like, oh, the next season of Survivor. Especially if it was like a, a returning player one or yeah, whatever. But, yeah. you know, this one is just like, okay, new castaways, great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but... It maybe maybe more of the same, and maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. We'll find out. But what do you think?
4: Yeah. Uh, to be honest, I guess maybe because it was a very long day yesterday, three hours hours of Survivor, and I think that I miss I miss the theme. This is the first one where they ah. where we're back, and it's just like I hate to be that guy, but it's just like there's no hook for me, right? And so it's just yeah. like I was. If anything, what I wrote down on my notes was, oh, this is tedious because it's, I feel like it's exactly what we just watched. Yeah. Even yeah. Right down to the, oh, I have to say a stupid phrase, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, but, but whatever. Potatoes whatever. have skin.
1: I have skin, oh, so am, am I a potato? <laughs> oh, you is you that one you of, can of put them? Put that potato in beef stew? I mean, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: So I, uh, it's always yeah the there's no hook for me, but I'm obviously I'm gonna watch it, yeah, you know, of yeah, course, yeah. Uh, but uh, i I must admit that maybe it was just fatigue. It's just I think it's just fatigue and just like, uh, I think that even Jeff was feeling as like, oh, we got ghost Island. This is gonna be awesome because we're gonna bring back the ghosts or even Island of the idols, which was a goddamn disaster, really, <laughs> but it was just like, yeah. Something different to look at, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, oh, yeah. there's big stupid statues and the and oh, <laughs> by the way, every time they pitch to a new a new like uh, theme, I'm always like, oh yeah, sure, whatever. Blood versus water—that's the most cheesy thing I've ever heard. I fucking love blood versus water. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So I guess I guess I'm already one in, and I'm already missing the subtitles. So. uh <clears throat> But, yeah, I'm excited. Of course I'm excited. Okay, for Okay.
1: well, here, okay, here's a question then. Jason, you get yeah. us started. From, if it, if it's going to be similar, season 42 right. to season 41, what is one twist you would like to see them keep Ooh. in this next coming season? And maybe one that you're like, get rid of that it did not or or even not get rid of it but definitely tweak it so you can go either or here one you're like yeah keep that that was okay like do you do you like the the funny lines to unlock the idol like I do want, like the, the funny
2: lines I think okay. it was a li- I think they need to uh, whether it's you know somehow uh, making it so that less people have to find it or making them easier to find. Mm -hmm. Uh, just kind of lowering the barrier to get to that. I do kind of, I do like it. Um, I understand why they are doing it back to back because this cast wouldn't have gotten the chance to see it play out. So they are also taken completely by surprise by it. Obviously uh, new players coming in after this are going to be aware of this kind of twist. So I think it's cool that they're doing it again. Hopefully they've tweaked Mm -hmm. it a little bit. I kind of, you know, the shot in the dark is something I like in theory. But it's just, it never came into play in a way no. that yeah. felt cool. Um, and, you know, Shalali of Time, if there was just a way to make it less bullshit, I would like to not see that again. I think the okay. Shalali of Time, <laughs> okay. would I would like to not see get that Get rid again. of the hourglass. Yeah, get okay. rid of the hourglass. Uh, and, and, you know, generally make the advantages, make the twists just like a little more easier to grasp I think would be my one Fair. note and like JD I just got to say I do I also love the themes and to build on that I think they need to bring back the, the song that directly reference the theme. We need like that winners at war. We need like whatever whatever season 42 with like there's a maze in the logo, you know, yeah, like lost yeah. in the maze. We need some yeah, kind I agree. of theme song that <laughs> that plays into the theme of the season because I love you're it's so song. cheesy and I just love it.
1: I I think that's right. Like you're right. If you've seen the image for Survivor 42, yeah, there's a maze, there's a key, there's a lock. Like what you're saying, JD, is you don't even need like, hey, it's bronze versus beauty versus like, it's white collar versus blue. Right. You know, just, just put like a little tagline on yeah. it, like uh, right. you know, unlock uh, Survivor 42, uh, unlock your mind or something, right. like whatever yeah, yeah. stupid thing you want. Unlock <laughs> your <something>. mind. What? <laughs> something, something <laughs> insane like that. I'm with you. I miss that stuff too. Uh, but, but TK. Uh, just that final question that I asked Jason there, is there something that you would like to see them keep moving forward that we saw in 41 um, or, you know, the opposite of that, get, get it out of here. I would keep the urn making the
3: merge part. When they all got together, they split into tribes, but you had to win to ensure you were in the merge. The other half eventually went to tribal council. Somebody was voted out there. That is when the Shillelagh of Time came into play. I'm not really a fan of the Shillelagh of Time, but I did like separating this merged tribe into two groups and then putting one of those groups into a decision right away, trying to figure it out. We're split up here. You can't totally partner up with all of your people who you were with before. I thought that was cool. I would lose Shipwheel Island and any sort of excursion you have to go on to find some sort of an advantage. Just because it takes up so much time. Like, we spent so much time the first five or six episodes talking about these extra journeys that uh, the players went on. That could have been used to show us what Erica was doing while she was out there. I would have much rather have seen that than things that ultimately didn't really make a difference to the game.
1: Yep. Uh, Kevin in our live tribal here, part of the stream team, maybe instead of Survivor 42, unlock your mind, which I just came up with right on the spot there. It is horrible. <laughs> unlock, unlock Kevin your says, mind. I love Kevin it. Kevin says, uh, <laughs> Survivor 42, lost in the maze. Ooh. Yeah. It just sounds better. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Uh, also, Paul Wright saying, with the shot in the dark, maybe a twist to it. Either it needs to go to better odds, mm. so like a 1-in-3 chance, let's say. Mm-hmm. You roll that baby and you're good to go and stay in the game. Or also allow the player to vote. And so maybe it's still the longer odds, but you don't lose your vote. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Well, people will uh, play it a lot more often, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is that's that is absolutely true. Other people uh, are I, saying uh, just instead of rice, maybe you get corn. Lost, Corn in maze. Maze, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lost
4: in the
2: maze
1: there.
4: Yeah, lost in the maze. Love it. Just yep.
3: eat a, eating popcorn for like three and a half weeks straight because <laughs> that's the only way you can cook it out there. You're like, well, another bowl of popcorn, Xander.
4: I would like to defend the shillelagh of time just a oh. little bit. I'd, I go. didn't love it, I, you know, the going back in time you guys heard my pitch for the time travel if you're going to do time travel do it right actually travel through time but i do like the idea i think it can be tweaked i like a thanos snap where a player one single player has the chance to blow up the game in a very significant way right so okay. whether it's like you know we're merging now or we're not merging now it's your decision Right or something like that, you know what I mean? Oh wow! Or we're gonna do a tribe swap if you if you if you here's the shillelagh of time. You if you hit the thing, you're we're gonna do a tribe swap or not. It's up to you. Like, but that one single person has a chance to really really flip the game on its head. I I think it can be tweaked and I think it can work. But I do agree that the way it was executed in this last season didn't
1: really work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Um, it'll be fascinating to see if they. Change it because the producers and the editors don't have our feedback right. Right. to it, in theory, right? I mean, I don't know the exact sort of shooting schedule here, but my gut says they don't know that people hate I know, it. No, I think that they're
2: holding yeah. it until they get specifically no buffs feedback <laughs> so oh they, okay, good. Gonna, good. they're not gonna make any kind of big decisions on the show until they hear from us to understand <laughs> no, nice what to they want to do well they heard
1: me call the game within the game is in the game early on yeah, they're like cute. these guys know These guys it. got yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> here's my uh, question we yeah. know that the uh
3: you gotta say something silly at a challenge to get the idol activated that's sticking around they can't do it a third time, though, right? Like yeah, that's what I after think, yeah. after next season, yeah. the castaways are gonna know that like if somebody starts saying something crazy at the challenges, they're trying to get the idol. So they're gonna have to come up with something new, I would think, in yeah. that realm. And that was actually kinda cool. I mean, it was also insanity having these people say these nonsense lines at challenges. But well, it was kind of fun, and it was funny, and I think that's worth bringing back. But to me, that like that's just going to run out of chances you can actually use it pretty quickly.
5: Yeah,
4: yeah. It's,
3: and and as for go ahead, JD.
4: I was just going to say, like it's 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 going to be interesting to see if there's a hangover from this because clearly they should get rid of it after next season because as we just discussed, everyone would know about it. But then. In spite of that, do you think that people are? Anytime someone says anything remotely weird or strange at a challenge, they go, "That guy has an idol. That he has an idol. He just said something fucking weird about being hungry and also <laughs> like a potato. He, yeah. What was that thing he said about potatoes? <laughs> He's got an idol, man. He's got an idol. That's gonna happen. I guarantee that. Like, yeah, uh, you know, you know
2: what be fun is like seasons after forty-two when uh when players just say weird shit to throw people off.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You
2: know, that's absolutely right, Jeff. And I've been thinking about how uh, <laughs> elephant tusks uh, feel good in your fingertips.
5: <laughs> what? Or, or, did,
2: or you I, did you hear what that. I said? Okay, good.
1: <laughs> next level of that, Jason getting somebody else to say something weird yeah so then it puts the, the you know fingers are pointed at them but why did like i don't even know how you would go about doing that but it would be like me convincing jason to say something about elephant tusks right. at a challenge and then suddenly we're like, wow he's got it oh my god <laughs> yeah it could get could get wild for sure i was going to say before we take our final break and then we'll get to some tree mail um in this reunion show, they talked about the knowledge is power. That came up. They talked about these be- beware advantages, which were, like, prominent early in the season and all that. And, like, oh, whether you should or shouldn't. And Shan talked about, like, her slick move and all that. But they didn't really get into the whole hourglass thing because we know Danny hated it. There was, like, a throwaway line a at reference. point. Yeah. Props. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I almost thought Propes was teasing it up to come later in the reunion show. And unless I'm forgetting it they never went back to it they never got his like raw and honest opinion on this challenge where he says this was bullshit I mean you just like completely changed the rules like how is that fair so I wish that was in there I wonder if it was and they cut it because of time JD and we've of course heard him talk about it in other interviews and stuff like that but I would have liked that I would have liked to have I wish he could have had the opportunity within the show to be like I hate this that was really (laughs) dumb get rid of this yeah 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 I mean I don't know one of it, my
3: favorite JC him. bits. They hated it. They hated, they hated it. it. He totally <laughs> hated it. And you're right. It was a pretty funny throwaway line where he's like, you had the hourglass of time, which Danny loved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Down. <laughs> but I saw people in the live triber saying that Danny has said he wouldn't come back because of that twist.
5: Wow. Wow. Pretty bold. Pretty
1: yeah. bold. I, wow. I, I will say we're, I don't think we're going to see Danny again. I mean, the other thing with him is now his cover is blown. Totally. I mean, yeah. yeah, he is a professional athlete, a former NFL player, so you know he kept that under his hat there for a long time. I, I just, yeah, I think he also like truly got what he wanted to out of the show, and yeah, sure true. helped his brand. Everybody loves the guy. Yeah. Like, if anything, he's going to go out there and then like you can't get more likable than he is. No. You <laughs> just like do That's the true. opposite, you know. <laughs> so. So we will see. I, I, to, I guess to answer that one question, I, you guys said a lot of the names. I think Ricard and Shan are one, two locks yeah. to play this game again. Nasir, hell yeah. That guy's like a cooler Rupert somehow. Uh, a more likable Rupert. You mean a cool
2: I mean, Not even Rupert? somehow, just in every way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rupert. yeah. Cooler,
1: cooler Rupert. I guess I meant a more likable yeah, Rupert. And, hey, hey, Rupert was huge. That guy was a yeah. rock star. Yeah. And, remember um, when, you know, remember when he
2: demanded that they, when they had that ability uh, your shelter challenge he demanded that they build a challenge on the beach under the sand like two feet down in the sand like like basic understanding of like how waves work would tell you not to do this and we're like no we have to we're doing
5: it I want a basement
1: Uh, I want a basement basement. this will be incredible so Nasir is back I got him that's three that leaves two spots man 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 um I think JD is in the mix and Sydney, my final one, Sydney, Pitt. Sydney, Sydney. Yeah. yeah. Sydney, as people pointed out, she seems to be like the female Tyson and that could bode well for her in the future too. Oh, and right. I think she's also not afraid to be the villain nope. to lean into that. Sure. And, uh, I think we always need that. I've always wondered over the last couple of survivor seasons, is it getting too friendly? Is it getting too nice? And yeah. I mean that in the way, like they do handle the contestants in the castaways and stuff like that. Um, you know, are they almost afraid in this reality television world to, like, make villains, right? Mm. Uh, I think maybe they are. Uh, and maybe just people are so much better at being more aware of how they'll be portrayed on television so they don't lean into it as much other. I don't know, but uh, she doesn't seem to be afraid of it. So, yeah, nope. Cindy, that's a great call. That's who I would want. Okay, we'll take our final break, and then we'll get to a couple of your questions, so don't go anywhere.
6: Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
1: Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. All right, back with No Buffs here. A few questions you guys tweeted at us. Some of you dropping some cues here in the live tribe. Do you want it to know, because I was talking about villains and how they're sort of like going away from that. It feels like he asked, why would they be afraid of making villains for reality television? Isn't that good TV? Yes. My point is like, I think they're worried about the actual castaways, like the contestants yeah. themselves, like life after Survivor and dealing in the real world. Um, that's, that's just my read on it.
5: Yeah, I, I, I could
1: be wrong yeah and like probes is really leaning into like a family show family show family show too there is that element uh like he wants these like feel-good stories i mean every person out there had like this unbelievable story that they've overcome or learning about themselves out there and he loves that stuff and that's great and i think it does make good tv but uh i just like some badasses out there too they don't give two shits about everybody i love that (laughs) So... Isn't that a little bit of
3: the game bodification of Survivor as well? Like nobody's gonna get mad if they're voted out now. So it's kind of hard to be a villain because you're out there to play the game hard. Everybody kind of agrees that that's the case
1: nowadays. Yeah. I think you're right it's like yeah it's more difficult for them to really take things personal because everybody just has an understanding that this is a game and like yeah you got me I, you got a backstab and blindside and all that yeah. i will say
2: i think that i think that that is right especially when you watch the older seasons people just took everything so it was like a per everything was a personal attack. Yeah. you are coming at me i must i i have to destroy you um and I think that that has changed. And to me, it's actually improved the gameplay. Like, I like the voting blocks era where there's just like a lot of strategy and a lot of mm-hmm. uh, bridge mm-hmm. building. Definitely. But I, I just think that there's a... I don't actually think it can go so far into the professionalism, uh, you know, part of the spectrum. I just think that you're on the island, you're starving. Someone is saying they want to vote you out. And it's impossible to not take it personally on some level. So I think that... Yeah. I think that we... we Shouldn't worry too much about that.
1: hmm Fair enough. All right. Some questions here. At Self-Defeating wrote in. This is just a funny one I wanted to start with. Do y'all know why Survivor is always so light on sponsored rewards? Can't they make a killing giving prizes like fresh-baked <laughs> Otis Spunkmeyer cookies or Purdue chicken season to perfection <laughs> with a side of veggies? I mean, uh, a, f- a fine question. This is something we've they've done before. There used to be a lot more Shouts of the, yeah, the sponsored segments. Yeah, but we haven't Blooming really onions. seen a lot of it, uh, Jason, in, in a while. It's just pizza that's stew made now. I mean, why isn't that <laughs> Domino's pizza? It really is a good question. Like, how much money can they get for that? <laughs> I,
2: I, I have to imagine... <laughs> that they are exploring those like you know Je- <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, my girlfriend noticed that Jeff is wearing Nike's and that they are in the shot a lot this this season <laughs> yeah. uh yeah. you know so i think that there is my <laughs> my my sense is there's stuff there that we're maybe not picking up on but you're absolutely right i remember there was a season where it was like uh like they got messages from their loved ones like on whatever the Nokia phone was that was like a a competitor to the iPhone. And obviously the Outback Steakhouse stuff is like always huge. They're starving. So the hundred percent, they're going to fucking eat it. Like they've done (laughs) stuff like that before. I would imagine they still explore it and I would not be surprised to see any of that come back, but there is surely stuff in there that we are just not noticing. I love the yeah.
3: idea of Jeff Probst having a secret Nike deal, just a low key <laughs> Nike deal. Showing Nick off Nick DePaulo the writing about it on his yeah.
6: <laughs> I
4: don't know sources. I, I, it's been like I saw I there when he was going to get the urn yesterday. He he did have these shiny Nikes on, but it it reeked of heaven's gate you know like like <laughs> that's what it reminded me of they were so like odd to see him wearing these shoes but uh my favorite one correct me if i'm wrong but pontiac aztec had a, had a, totally. a sponsorship yep. and what did did boston rob and amber sleep
1: oh, in yeah, one oh yeah they, they like had, they had sex like, in a
4: car as yeah it, according to me in, a, in an
1: aztec <laughs> Yeah, they used to have this stuff.
2: Uh, I mean, definitely I know, hand lady. stuff in the car. Let's just put it that way. Maybe no, <laughs> like, full on. Definitely a little hand stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were, yeah. See, that's fine. They're married I now. They I, have four kids.
4: I don't know if they, I think they've consciously moved away from that stuff, because I think it's sort of, I it's a so pain too. in the ass. It's a pain in the ass to have that kind of activation on a show like that, like, It's like, okay, hey, good news. A sales guy comes and says, Pontiac Aztec has come on board, and we've we've got a product placement. It's like, this is a show about being trapped on a desert island. Where the fuck are we going to put a Pontiac Aztec? It's going to be weird. And it was weird. And did it sell any Aztecs? I don't think so. It's just like, but from a producer point of view, I mean, like, whenever that shit happens on our show to, to this day, it's just like, uh okay i guess i mean well you want us to whatever drink out of uh timothy's mugs okay fine you know that's <laughs> it's like weird because we're we're on a desert island you know what i mean <laughs> like it's just yeah. hard to incorporate that shit it's just like but yeah maybe you're right maybe there is a secret nike deal that would be kind of cool <laughs> i mean wasn't wasn't xander wearing nikes yeah. jumping off that boat so was erica so, she was rocking I nikes tell you, yeah. i'm telling you i'm saying there you go yeah.
2: Make I'm saying, what are production? the odds that they're all wearing the same shoe brand? Yeah, yeah.
1: it's more—it's right. more like, like the food is an easy one. It's like, okay, oh, really? well, we're bringing in a bunch of pizza. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why? Yeah. You would think Domino's and whatever. And the Papa response John's is huge and...
2: every time. Like, it's never like, eh. It's always like, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> Now, now, I think I guess I mean, I saw I saw people saying this. It might be a little difficult to get. Domino's Pizza to the to Fiji. I, I don't know if they have one on the island at all. You know, same with like Burger King or something. Do you know, know how much Stu's Pizza paid for those rights last night? <laughs> and you're just thinking that they're gonna
3: replace it with Domino's? Come on. Hey, let's, the okay. Line.
1: Yeah, there should be Stu should be having. He should be making Survivor <laughs> Pizza like right now. Like, yeah, Stu's Survivor Pizza should be a brand tomorrow. Like, yeah, we we'll should be sure. buying it.
4: <laughs> Listen, my my okay. brother's a pilot, and he used to. Run KFC from Vancouver to the Yukon. Like the deep woods of the Yukon. Yeah, yeah, of course. You, you can know, so it it's yeah, possible.
1: Yeah. All right, okay. Well, hopefully we, we see it in the next one. Uh, this one from at Austin Tourist. I have a suggestion of a new concept, okay? Survivor 43, Battle of the Seasons. It'll be two tribes of nine each, all coming from the same season. Mm. Interesting dynamic with the right people, and I would say... Thirty-seven versus forty-one would be the perfect match. Um, Jason, an interesting concept. I don't. I don't
2: mind it. I mean, it's an interesting concept. We've never had a full cast uh, bring back ever before, so that would be new. I I do wonder if if I'm sitting in the Survivor like production room, I I I I can hear someone say, "Isn't that the challenge? It's to the challenge, isn't it?" Oh, that would be my note. That would be the note that I think someone in the Survivor production room would raise. That said, mm. I do love the idea. And I, and I do love the idea of an entire cast coming back, whether it's versus another cast or what. Just like bring, yeah. you know, uh, D- Davids versus Goliath, I think is like the, the main one that everybody always talks about as being one of the greatest first time casts ever. I'd love to see every single person from that cast back. So why not all at the same time?
1: Yeah. I mean, I love the idea of, if not doing the entire season, like, okay, everybody that was on Survivor 37, you're all back again playing. I mean, that's sort of wild too, and it's maybe interesting. I like the best of the best though, like the nine from Survivor 37 and the nine from, let's say, Survivor 41, because we already went through like easily nine names that you could see out there. Put them against each other, have them pitted against each other, and then you would do a bunch of shakeups early, of course, sure. and, and mix it all. I think there's something there. I think there's something there. Ba- Battle of the Seasons or something, Battle of the Cast or something like that. Trey, what do you think?
3: Yeah, sure. Sign me up, but I don't want it for season 43. I don't want any returnees until season 50. Let's keep it Whoa, fresh crap. until then. Uh, this no, guy that, wants that, to go
1: on
4: Survivor. Every time they bring somebody back is a chance that none of, one Ooh. of us isn't going
1: to get on. So uh, I'm great with you, point. Trey. <laughs> That's a great point. I think you guys will be wrong with that. I mean, it's able, that would be like, no, like four years. Yeah, yeah, they, they do not it.
2: that long, but yeah, yeah but new they era. Don't go, they don't,
1: they don't go that long without bringing people back.
3: No, sorry, man. We uh, dropped the four, keep the one. The previous 40 seasons, they don't exist anymore. Deleted from the servers. <laughs> Can't bring anybody back.
1: Well, people do think that, 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 they may be... Now, that sounds insane because, like, some of those seasons we were talking about, like, 37, 38, whatever, like, there's some great players within those seasons. Be sort of strange not to bring back, like, Christian Hubiki and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But, but I've heard that. I think Rob said that, Trey. Like, maybe Probst is... I don't know if he's on record saying, yeah, like... If you were in those 40, you're not coming back. Again, I think that's... I think that that's bullshit. Too many Clarks. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not yeah. going to...
2: I think that's not... Fair.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, Dominic's going to be back and so Like, there's... Yeah, but they'll I, be back. But anyway. There's
2: a ton of fun, like, you know, all finalists, all first boots. Like, there's a mm-hmm. million yeah. things they could do
1: that would be really kind of fun and compelling. Yep. Um, for sure. All right. And our final one here. This is from the uh, aforementioned Ryan Barry. At Rye and Barry, who... uh You know, got deep in the glyphs, helped us figure out where that treasure was hanging. (laughs) Glyph watch. He had another concept. Um, So a cast for a season with no cash prize. Players are told when they're applying that they're only playing for the title of sole survivor. Hmm. And then you reveal after the final votes you were playing for a million bucks all along, but you tell them in advance, like, okay, there's just, you're not actually playing for a million. Uh, the audience, though, knows from the very first episode. Yeah, it's just an interesting little twist. I don't know. You're, you're, Jason is pondering it. I, don't, I can't tell if you like it or not. What do you think, Jason? I, uh, I mean, I like the idea of bringing them there
2: under slightly false uh, pretenses. You know, uh, I forget what season this was, but a great example is when they were they didn't realize that they were jumping off the boat that day. They were like like all right. came out and yeah. then it was like, "Well, what's going on?" And then it was like then that they were going. It mm. might have been Cook Islands, but like it seems to me like it wouldn't be that much of a shock, right? Because there is a per diem anyway. Like you make jury, you yeah. make, you make money. Like there is there's, there's yep. money regardless. It's not like you get zero money no matter what. So I like the concept of the surprise. I don't think that particular one uh, works. But maybe, like, you know, doubling or tripling the prize money or something like that. Or, like, what mm-hmm. if their family... What if their loved ones were there the whole time, like, watching? Something like that. Like, and guess what? You're going to have an audience this time at every challenge, and it's, like, your loved ones in the stands watching
1: this. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure we are desperate to, like... We only gotta find people that are really wanna play this game yeah. and do it for zero dollars. <laughs> like we're not the- there, there there are uh, a lot of people I think that would actually do that. Um, oh, totally. But yeah, this this the idea that the of not telling them everything, yeah, that can be massaged maybe a little bit, J D. Uh, yeah, I
4: mean, no. I sort of get, I get the point, I get the idea where it's like, oh, people are just applying, the, only the purists, the people who are in it for the right reasons are are coming into this season. I, th- I could see it working if it was for people who are already millionaires, like Danny or uh, Scott Pollard or, you know, like uh, athletes versus uh, mm. captains of industry or something like that. That could be cool, and it's just like, you're not playing for money and, oh, by the way, there's a million dollars we're going to donate to your favorite charity or whatever. Like,
5: mm-hmm.
4: love to see Mark Cuban out there, you know, uh, <laughs> playing for real. And and not like, uh, I mean, we've had celebrities want, like Mike White, uh, you know, he's yeah. a rich guy. He wanted to play and he wanted to play for real. Yeah. So it's not like the watered down, get me out of here, I'm a celebrity type of thing. It Like, I think there's something there for, like, uh, uh, not an all-stars, but, like, uh, an all an all-stars version of uh, of Survivor, which which could be very cool, uh, and we give a chance to see Danny again. I, maybe in that situation, Danny oh. can come back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I, do they? They might do that for other international Survivor oh, do they? seasons, like more of a celebrity twist. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Here's a little scoop. I think. Oh, I I, Hey, I have this on good record. Okay, the source. Sources so say. I, I, I do believe this, and I don't know if it's out there in the world. I mean, maybe you Survivor diehards will be like, "Yeah, we knew that." Um, the former basketball player known as Ron Artest, Meta Sandiford Artest, I believe he goes by now. Um, mm-hmm. I have been told that he will be going on a Survivor season.
5: Whoa! Really? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's breaking no! news! I guess. Wow! Maybe it is. Now I don't. Now I actually don't. My gut says all an malice at the virgins? palace. It's Ron Ooh. Artest, right? <laughs> Big Ben. <laughs> yeah, Jermaine O'Neal. Yeah, yeah all of them. Reggie Miller. He was already on, I believe, like a Big Brother yeah. version somewhere. I This is what I've been told. Again, I don't know if it's an international version. I don't know if it, if America is going to do this twist and he'll just be out there as one of the That's what... Uh, that's what I've been told. So we'll wow. see. We'll see if that goes through. The true. Hey, look, you got to believe me now. I told you the game within the game is in the game. <laughs> I'm all, I, mean, in. I, I, did,
3: I'm all in. I did a quick. I did a quick Google on Meta Artest Survivor reports from the score Meta Artest and Ray Lewis to compete on Survivor like series. Oh, that's on CBS oh. called Beyond the Edge, which will pit celebrities against one another in a battle of strategy, wits, and muscle. Oh.
1: Interesting. Oh, my source my source, specifically said the word survivor. Ooh. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Okay. How about this? We'll see. Survivor, all
2: chefs. <laughs> <laughs> all chefs. What
3: can
1: you do with the rice? All yeah. the challenges are cooking based? That's a based?
4: fucking great idea. I love this. Chefs,
1: and chefs all chefs. Chefs are crazy, too. So, like, every chef I know is insane.
4: Ooh. I love it okay. I love it Fiery's so out much. Oh Survivor. front of house Versus back of house How about that
1: Ooh. <laughs> oh, We got a million ideas Propes Come on Let's go Bring the subtitles uh, back That's the point Bring them back <laughs> <laughs> Yeah all chefs, yeah, what, knives out. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, uh, sharpen your mind. I don't know why I keep wanting to put mind <laughs> sure. Cook right. your mind. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, cook but, islands.
3: Oh. <laughs> oh, that's
1: great. Oh.
2: <laughs> Got it.
1: Oh, God. Oh, God, I love it. Guys, we could keep going for hours here. I know we could, but let's start wrapping this up. Uh, it's very early for uh, Jason out there on the West Coast. We appreciate you jumping on here. Early morning time. Uh, what a blast, guys! Um, you know, thanks to everybody for joining us live. Thanks to everybody that subscribed to No Buffs on YouTube or on Apple or Spotify. If You want to take a second if you enjoyed this season, you know, drop a five star rating and review. We haven't really talked about it off camera. I don't know if we'll be doing Survivor 42 of no Bus, but I'd like to think we'll have some sort of version of the show. So Stay again, tuned. Again, help us out. Yeah, exactly. Stay tuned, and then we'll get to Survivor 43, Lost in the Maze, and then Survivor 44, <laughs> Sharpen Your Mind with All Chefs out there. Uh, it'll be a blast. So, again, thank you. Sincere thanks to uh, Jason, again, for joining us here. We really, really had a blast talking to you, talking through Survivor, and to everybody that has chimed in here in the live tribe. Make sure you drop your boys. A little five-star rating and review if you are a, a fan of the podcast. All right, guys. Anything else? Any final thoughts as we wrap? Jason, any final thoughts on Survivor 41 or Survivor? Uh, it's just great to have the show back uh, after,
2: after a long hiatus. I look forward to 42, and I look forward to, to continuing to talk about uh, the greatest reality show in the history of, of the human race.
1: exactly right Let's, (laughs) let's leave it on that note until we talk to you guys next time on No Buffs The Tribe Has Spoken